honorable members, uh, thanks for respecting the time. I can see a lot of members are back as agreed. We now proceed to the second order policy debate on budget vote uh, number 29, agriculture, land reform and rural development. Once again, let me take this opportunity to welcome our special delegates, the Honorable Minister of Agriculture and Reform and Rural Development, Honorable Titiza, Deputy Minister Squatcher. Without much ado, let me take this opportunity and invite the Honorable Minister of Agriculture, Forestry, Fisheries, Honorable Titiza. Honorable Minister. Okay. Uh, just to correct that uh, the one speaking is the Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. There had been a change in 2019. Thank you, sir. Uh, Honorable Ministers present on the platform, Honorable Deputy Minister Mdrebisi Squacha and Stumotlamini, Chairperson and members of the Select Committee on Land and Minerals, MEC of Agriculture and Rural Development, Honorable Delegates to the National Council of Provinces, Leaders of Organized Agricultural Formations and Captains of Industry, Farmers, Distinguished Guests, Ladies and Gentlemen, and I'd like also to recognize our Chief Whip of the NCOP. I want to start with a quote from two, two women labor tenants. I left school after completing my standard two and all my life has been spent on a farm. I cannot build a formal house even after negotiations have been concluded by government who will buy this land for us as labor tenants because of the landowner who says not in his land. This is the cry of Mamanogutulam Teto, a woman labor tenant I met yesterday in Port Petersburg. Mamandom Gaisem Tembu requested that government and the legislature review the extension of security of Tenure Act in order to strengthen the rights of women. She claims that in terms of the extension of security of Tenure Act, once the man who might have been the farm worker passes on, the woman is given only 12 months to exit. These cries echoed the voices of many like them who are scattered in the provinces of KwaZulu-Natal and Pumalanga in the main. When Ngukai Tobi reflects on our performance as a country on the land reform program, in essence, he's highlighting the plight of Mamanogutulam Tetwa and Dombi Gais. The conversation with labor tenants reminded me of the struggles against forced removals. It reminded me of Mamali Tiakoma Pengwenye. Mama Piyutim Kize and Mama Sizani Ngubane of the Rural Women's Movement, whose struggle for land was intertwined with the struggle for women's emancipation. It is these women who remind us of Mama Charlotte Matleg, whose life and times we remember. As historians inform us, Mama Matleg, who came to be known as the mother of black freedom in South Africa, was an unconventional woman who contributed at a time when it was exceptionally hard for women to rise to the fore in liberation politics. 
yet she managed to break through these barriers and was known for her moral consistency, independence of judgment, and the courage to express them. She mobilized women through campaigns on issues that affected them, such as past laws and the land question. The quest for gender equality and women's emancipation formed part of her struggles. Zuberia Jaffa, in her book, Beauty of the Heart, The Life and Times of Charlotte Manya Maklage, captures a quote attributed to Mama Maklage at the second conference of the National Council of African Women in 1938, when she said, I quote, this work is not for yourselves. Kill that spirit of self and do not live above your people, but live with them. If you can rise, bring someone with you, close quote. This level of selflessness calls for unity and sense of responsibility within a society. It is what we should espouse in our quest to build our country. These are the words that should reverberate as we reimagine the South Africa we want. This is the clarion call that should draw us closer as we pursue the aspiration of the National Development Plan and Economic Recovery Plan, whose pillars are as follows. Massive rollout of infrastructure, massive increase in local production, employment stimulus to create jobs and livelihoods, and rapid extension of generation capacity. These four intervention areas from the mold of our planning and reporting framework. To this effect, the following high-level interventions and reports are applicable to this framework. On massive rollout of infrastructure, the department in terms of rural infrastructure will spend 84 million in irrigation projects, expanding irrigation areas as directed by the National Development Plan. Together with the MEC of Agriculture in Western Cape, we are working on the irrigation handover in Friedenau. Examples of irrigation projects implemented in the past by this department as part of our infrastructure rollout include the Disaneng in Northwest, Wonsiepkans in Northern Cape, Ntlangu West Irrigation Scheme in Pumalanga, Chiombo Irrigation Scheme in Limpombo, Kungumata Irrigation Scheme in KwaZulu-Natal. Through the Comprehensive Agricultural Support Program, we will continue working to address infrastructure challenges on farm infrastructure to support agriculture and agro-processing. On massive increase in local production, the current program of government are aimed at increasing access to land, production and productivity, and bringing back fallow land, especially in communal areas, into production, which we all need to support for food security and trade. In addition, the department will explore hindrances to production such as access to finance. The launch of AgriFund with IDC aims to address particularly this challenge of capital. Strengthening the land bank will again enable us to make sure that we strengthen the capacity to fund agriculture. I am waiting currently for, to, for finalization of discussion between our four banks as well as ourselves on blended finance. The regulatory services, especially sanitary and phytosanitary measures, which grease markets, will also be improved to ensure sustained growth in production in the sector. The department also stands ready to expand on partnerships to commercialize and grow black farmers and agro-processing 
in the space. My engagement with Tiger Brands, Whiphold, and many other partners have strengthened our resolve to explore this horizon. We should utilize aggregated expertise and resources to the benefit of the sector. On employment stimulus to create jobs and livelihood, we are implementing the Presidential Employment Stimulus Initiative known as PESIC, where we envisage to support 70,000 subsistence farmers on operations less than the size of a soccer field. To increase production, to date, 53,000 subsistence farmers have been approved. The department will employ about 10,000 extension officers as captured in the speech of the Minister of Finance. About 1,434 unemployed graduates and Narisek youth were enrolled to assist in the verification of applications for PESI. 1,209 of these young people will be retained for the envisaged 2021-22 allocations in order to follow up and monitor on production by these subsistence farmers. On rapid expansion of our generation capacity, agricultural land and rural development sectors have distinct role in expansion of South Africa's generation capacity. Expansion of renewable energy in terms of wind, solar and biogas energy will be prioritized. Approvals for restricted land use for renewable energy projects approved by the Department of Minerals and Energy will be prioritized for land with low agricultural potential. In line with the biofuel strategy, the sector will support and provide commodities to act as feedstock. Furthermore, the department will continue supporting the sugar master plan in exploration of increasing generation capacity using sugar as a feedstock. Last year, President announced the release of 700,000 hectares of land. 436,000 hectares have been allocated. The provincial breakdown of these allocations are as follows. In the Eastern Cape, 15,595 hectares have been released, which comprise of 54 farms. In the Free State, 15 farms, which comes to 3,906 hectares. In Gauteng, two farms, which comes to 929. In KwaZulu-Natal, 18 farms, which uh, comprise 6,000 880 uh, hectares, and in Limpompo, it's 65,764 hectares, which comprise 70 uh, farms. In Pumalanga, 61 farms. In Northern Cape, 51 farms. In Northwest, 220. In terms of this aggregation of these 436, 563 hectares allocated, the department has issued leases of to 206,765 uh, hectares. And of these, 53,880 hectares, comprising of 78 farms, were allocated to 211 females. 14,251 hectares, comprising of 18 farms, were allocated to 131 youth. And 842 hectares, comprising of one farm, was allocated to a person with disabilities. Per person, 116 uh, farms totaling 127,743 hectares are currently occupied by communities. 
given the nature of how this land has been utilized, we have not achieved the 50% allocation to women that we have set for ourselves. When it comes to labor tenants, that person, the Land Claims Court has appointed Professor Richard Lavin as the special master for labor tenants in order to work with the department to expediently review the 9,033 labor tenants claim that are remaining out of the 20,000 that were lodged. The Land Claims Court has further approved the action plan to address the outstanding claims in the next five years. Chairperson, I attended engagements with the special master in Paul Petersburg, KwaZulu Natal yesterday on building a common purpose around labor tenants where deliberations revolved on meeting people's needs through participatory development and understanding and appreciating triangulating research methods to produce evidence-based for labor tenants claim resolution. I must say I was heartened that labor tenants themselves were part of these engagements. On agricultural leases, Chairperson, we have been inundated with issues relating to land administration. These were raised in terms of a number of cases relating to maladministration and the concerns of business and would-be investors on the impact on investor confidence and initiatives such as blended finance. The Land and Agrarian Agency, as pronounced by the President in his State of the Nation address, will be one of the intervention to ensure that we have a credible, effective, and inefficient land administration system. Subsequent to concerns raised on land administration by Mpumalanga farmers through some of our uh, MPs as well as in the media, I engaged the affected farms in Khersibande on 10 April 2021 and committed that the department will engage the farmers with a view of resolving these issues by June 2021. I want to assure this uh, house, the NCOP, that none of the farmers was actually evicted as it was reported. Chairperson, we have also noted that there may be land claims on some of the farms that were leased to some of the farmers. Examples are the Risavente farms in Pumalanga, where we established that some of the land is under claim. Government will ensure that farmers with valid leases in this area will continue to farm and will be allocated alternative land. The deeds registry will also ensure that farm leases that are earmarked for farmers are registered in order to create certainty for financial institution and interested investors. Reflecting on the measures to crowd in private sector investment, the outlook of the agricultural sector is such that it is ripe for public-private partnership, despite the challenges brought about by COVID-19. When one takes at the performance of the sector, in 2021, the outlook on agriculture is positive with exciting prospects for 2020-21 production season. The South African Crop Estimates Committee currently forecasts that maize might be about 16.1 million tons, which is up 5% on the year, the second harvest that we'll be having on record high. Soya beans is estimated at 1.8 million tons. And in 2021, the citrus industry is also expected to surpass all previous exports is in records with an estimated of about 158.7 million cartons, which will be exported in 2021. 
Improving sector, re uh, sector research and development, especially for public good in the Agricultural Research Council, we will ensure the sustainable development of the sector. Chaperson, it is important that our agricultural sector is supported not only by strong policy measures or programmatic interventions, but it is also supported by legislative uh, strength. Chairperson, we committed to process five legislation pieces to strengthen our regulatory framework. These include the Agricultural Standard Amendment Bill and the Phytosanitary Bill, which have already been approved by cabinet on the 12th of May, and they are ready for processing by parliament. The other three bills, namely Agricultural Product Agencies Amendment Bill, Preservation and Development of Agricultural Land Bill, and the upgrade of the land tenure uh, rights are in the parliamentary process too. We have also been able to effect changes to the Plant Improvement Act and Plant Breeders' Rights Regulation in anticipation of the commercialization of hemp value chain in our country. In the policy space, in addition to the beneficiary selection and land allocation policy, these policies emanate from the presidential panel's recommendation on land and administration, which aims to bring fairness and effectiveness in land reform. Apart from dealing with the impact of COVID-19 on the sector, we're also experiencing an upset in terms of animal health and plant diseases. The outbreak of foot and mouth disease in Limpombo, the highly pathogenic avian influenza on six commercial farms in Gauteng, Northwest and Western Cape, African swine fever in all provinces except Iguazulu Natal, African horse sickness in the protection zone in Western Cape, and the banana bunch top virus in Ugu district in KwaZulu Natal. Measures have been instituted to address this outbreak. Additionally, the department is working to increase the capacity of animal and plant health at the national level to support our regulatory environment. Due to the good rains in most parts of our country, we've also experienced an unprecedented outbreak of brown locusts in the western parts of the Eastern Cape, Northern Cape, and Northern parts of the Western Cape. Our control measures working with the industry are currently working on the control measures in the affected areas. Where these locusts are in residential areas, such as in Kimberley, the department will not implement chemical control as this is unsafe for residential areas. The department and the affected provinces are working on other control measures which are considered safe for residential zoning. The conceptual framework for this, for the master plans have been concluded and the sector partners are to meet for consultation in June, 2021. The person I know that all of you may be waiting in anticipation of what I'm going to say about cannabis and hemp. I'm excited about the developments in the cannabis master plan. Consultation with the sector, stakeholders on the cannabis master plan has been going on very well. We will be presenting this to NetLab before the end of May. However, I'm pleased to announce that as of October 2021, the department will issue and monitor permits for the production of hemp in South Africa. On market access, market access remains very topical for many producers. 
in my engagement with South African farmers on the smallholder empowerment program, the issue of market access ranked amongst the top two issues that farmers would like government to address. Working with the Perishable Product Export Control Board, we'll work towards ensuring compliance with the good agricultural standards, which is known as GAP. The National Agricultural Marketing Council will conduct market analysis for the department and the Department of Trade and Industry and Competition together with international relations and cooperation to devise measures to take full advantage of the Africa continental free trade area and other strategically identified opportunities such as in the Middle East. In terms of access to government market, the department is working with the Department of Defense and Correctional Services towards finalizing memoranda of understanding for procurement of commodities, particularly from our smallholder farmers. Per person, the Council and Boards of Agricultural Research Council on the support biological products, perishable product exports, as well as the National Marketing uh, Council have been put in place. This strengthening of our government uh, system for our COEs, uh, rather our state-owned entities are very important to ensure oversight as well as the management of the public resources. The end of process within our department has also been concluded for senior management and processes to construct a feed for purpose structure for the department are beginning in earnest. The department is addressing case management where a number of legacy cases are being addressed to effect proper consequence management. As previously committed, we wish to assure members that we are acting and we will not hesitate to act so that public resources are accounted for and that the conduct of our officials are not questionable by our citizens. We need to revive the ethos of Batupi once more in order to build a capable administrative system that is responsive to people's needs. Per person, the department has, allo has been allocated 16.9 billion budget for 2021-2022 financial year. The NCOP is fully cognizant that transfers constitutes a lion's share of our budget. In the 2021-2022 financial year, the following allocations are applicable to the provincial departments. For the Comprehensive Agricultural Support Program, 1.157176 billion has been allocated. And this includes budget for infrastructure development, extension recovery program, and allocation for colleges. The Ilima Litima has been allocated 597, 1.26 million for the work that provinces have to do. The allocation for provinces are as follows. Eastern Cape, 74 million. Three states, uh, 71. Kauteng, 36. KwaZulu Natal, 73. Limpompo, 73. Pumalanga, 78. Northern Cape 68, Northwest 71, and Western Cape 57. Apart from these provincial allocations, the Commission of Land Restitution will receive a budget of 3.3 billion for 21-22, particularly to resolve the old order claims. The other transfer 
uh, to our agricultural entity. As you move towards conclusion. Yes, sir. Such as the Agricultural Research Council and NMC, as well as Ingonyama Trust. This is the budget for the department, Chairperson, which I'm tabling for your consideration. I thank you. Thank you, Honorable Minister. Thank you, Honorable Titiza. I'll now invite the chairperson of the Select Committee, Agriculture, Land Reform and Road Development, Honorable Modise. Honorable thank Modise. Very, uh, thank you very much, Honorable House Chair, and good afternoon, colleagues, and good afternoon, Minister. Honorable uh, Chairperson, the budget vote for 29 for agriculture, land reform, and rural development take place during the uh, COVID-19 global pandemic. And this virus has destroyed many business and reduced, redundant many people unemployed. The budget vote takes place when the South African economy is struggling to grow and create much needed op job opportunity. We are happy to note that despite the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic, we are last year, the agricultural sector was able to perform satisfactory and indeed it is the only sectors that contributed positively in the country GDP last year. This we must note was the as a result of the progressive approach taken by the National Co Coronavirus Command Council not to shut down the operation of agriculture during this period. Since the entrenchment of 1939 Native Land Act, colonial apartheid uh, state create other dramatic uh, pieces of legislation that were meant to enhance the co consolidated the disposition of the land from the Black African majority and to further ensure that African could not use in any way whatsoever. Land as an economy asset or a tool for wealth creation. This land is dispossession of the African people but denied their, their true identity. This part of history is always relevant as we seek to understand the context within which this transformation of budget take place, Honorable Chairperson. <laughs> Honorable Chairperson, during the presentation of the department, it was the department and its entity presenting the uh, strategic plan for 2021 for 2024 the department, including its entity, made presentation on their annual performance plan as well as strategic plan for 2021 2024, 
we have taken note that how the department and its entity responding to, among others, the medium-term strategic framework, the national development plan, and giving all expression to third pillar of the land reform program, being the land restitution, land redistribution, and security of land tenure. Honorable House Chair, we are not naive to in thinking that the problem for faced by our economy can be resolved exclusively by the success of our policy on the land reform. What we are stating in this house is that our land reform policy has got a great ability to unlock the productive asset of our people. There are eight uh, principles of economic reconstruction and recovery plan in one of them is focused on the intervention to promote sector of economy, which is promote industrialization, met the domestic demand and leaving the economy of Africa and global value chain, provide supply to infrastructure project and Agriculture is a critical that regard in regard. And the land for the, that matter, the transformation of a apartheid skewed partial development pattern need to be radically transformed in order to realize the objective of economy reconstruction and recovery plan in post COVID-19. Honorable House Chair, we are taking note that the stress on the importance of local municipality the, uh, to implement and comply with the spatial planning and the Land Use Management Act of the 2013. We will make effectively our land reform policy. In this, create an overarching framework for partial planning policy and land use management for the entire country, including the rural and informal settlement. We hope that for all provinces, especially Western Cape provinces, province, where there has been some objection, objection to spluma allocation for uh, its allocate, allocating for 6,210,000 rand, consisting of the biggest second allocation for the National Geomic Geomanagement Service at the 540,898,000 rand million. The, <clears throat> the National Conference of the ANC resolved the, uh, the, 50 conference, the 54 conference of the National uh, African National Cong uh, Congress resolved on the accelerating of rolling out the title deed to the Black African in order to guarantee their security of tenure, to provide them with their the instrument of the financial collateral. Honorable House Chair, the upgrading of... Um, the Land Tenure Rights Amendment Act Bill will assist in considering the majority of our Black people who 
security of land tenure is ensuring in the farm in the former black owned uh, township is upgraded and covered to the ownership this is this is important in many black people in south in the township do not have the title deed as a form of the land ownership but hold permission to occupy certificate issue, issued by the department uh, by the local municipality honorable chairperson chapter 6 of the national development plan suggests that improve the land is used in the former homeland could be enhanced to the livelihood for the significance of the number as, a, as well as the contribute to further developing in this area. The NDP identified the land tenure system as a communal area as an adequate for security of the credit and investment. The budget vote allocated funds towards the tenure reform is implemented and will help respond to the challenge as identified in the NDP. About 292,392,000 rand has been allocated for the the land tenure grant and restitution has been allocated to billion eight hundred and forty nine million and seven hundred and twelve thousand rand and the land uh, restitution grant total twenty million and two hundred and five fifty seven thousand rand in conclusion honorable chairperson the Department of Agriculture and Rural Development, <clears throat> we are supporting this budget vote. I have reflected on the land reform and highlighted the importance of the spluma and helping the, to deal with the beta of the legacy of apartheid. I have done so in order to indicate that the ANC believed in proper and in orderly planning and it's throughout uh, exclusion of our policy plan that will uh, that we are able to resolve this the land question honorable chairperson in my conclusion honorable chair uh, let me leave with this give a woman as a, a, a seat she will make sure that she will uh, multiply it that's what the minister is doing no matter she gets, she makes sure that it covers all the provinces. She makes sure that all the municipalities are covered. In conclusion, thank you, Chairperson of the Select Committee, Mayor Modise. I will invite now Honorable Smith. Honorable Smith. Thank you, Honorable House Chair. Uh, am I audible? Very audible, Honorable Smith. Thank you, Honorable House Chair. Uh, Honorable uh, uh, Chairperson of the committee, uh, yes, it's very big figures you're talking about. It's just a pity that we don't have much to show for it. 
Honourable Minister and Honourable Chair, uh, rural safety remains one of the biggest hurdles, not only for our farmers, but also South Africans staying in rural areas. And more need, uh, needs to be done uh, from this department to provide support in this regard. This uh, burden remains on the shoulders of our struggling farmers, whose primary task should be to feed our nation. We should be proud and supportive of our far farmers, as, um, as evident in other countries, who have pride and respect for their farmers, because they know the stability and survival of the nation depends on it. Unfortunately, I cannot see this uh, evident in this budget, nor do I see the upliftment of our rural communities uh, through uh, proper rural development initiatives. Instead, I see how billions were wasted on a pipe dream called agri-parks and agri-hubs that are now standing around like white elephants all over this country. The ANC-led government invested billions in land reform programs with no oversight on expenditure until the DA called for an audit. It has become evident that this was all wasteful expenditure with nothing to show for it. While all uh, those people are left in an even worse position than they, than they were before, uh, thanks to corruption and maladministration. Minister, your department has been in the public spotlight for all the wrong reasons with, within this last year. One of those cases was a scandal where farmers of color were evicted from state-owned farms to make space for the politic, uh, political elite and well-connected comrades of the ANC. We are still awaiting your public apology to Mr. Ivan Kluter, Mr. John Mabasa, and many others who has been thrown to the dogs by your department. Thanks to the DA and my colleague Honorable Anit Sten in the National Assembly, who exposed this injustice, you and your department quickly backpedaled uh, back, uh, on, on this matter. Due to the, um, uh, due to the DA, Mr. Rahasi today owns his farm and has papers to show for it after a long, hard battle in the courts. The question remains, Minister, will you and your ANC government stop treating people of color as second-grade citizens, or will you show them the necessary respect and dignity by allowing them to own their properties as individuals? It is insulting to say the least for the ANC government to in insinuate that people of color in South Africa cannot be trusted with the ownership of the land and therefore should be babysitted by a government who must hold the land on their behalf. Can you, can you trust, can, can you trust, can you just be honest and acknowledge that this ANC government has no intention to allow, in, allow individuals to own their property, and that it is actually part of the preconceived plan of state capture that includes land capture, because if you own all the land, you have uh, everyone by the short hair and can exercise total control over the voters, which means looting can continue at full speed, uninterrupted and without any opposition. That is also why you use the race card to drive the land capture agenda by referring to the percentages of land owned by private individuals that gives a skewed perception of the land ownership, while you exclude state-owned land as well as communal land that is also held by government. 
you keep on expropriating land, but not but never um, transfer uh, it to the people of color because it keeps that statistics skewed, your narrative well and alive, and by extension, pushes your land capture agenda. In this way, more and more land is transferred to the state and less land held by individuals. A very clever move, I must say. If only all the NC members knew how to play chess like that. Minister, in one of my questions to you, you said that South Africans that stay in communal owned land under CPAs can apply for an individual title to the residential and business properties, although they will have to con convince their CPAs to change their constitutions to allow for that. That is some light at the end of that tunnel. But now the question remains, will you have the political will and intention to not only allow it, but also to assist those who choose to do so. That remains to be seen. What I can tell you, Minister, is that the DA will keep, up, keep on standing up and fighting for individual rights and ownership because we believe in real choice and real freedom, not this half-hearted lip service freedom that the ANC is presenting to pretend as if they believe in freedom. It is the uh, facade of freedom that allows them to retain power and access to money because greed is their second name. Minister, the DA is calling on you and your department to ensure that South Africans staying on state-owned land under tribal authorities also has real freedom and choice of ownership. We are not satisfied with the proposed 10-year security that translates in simple words, uh, indicates uh, occupational, uh, occupational and land use rights without actually owning your property. Our people, especially the poorest people, deserve better than that. They deserve to have the same rights and choices as we all have. Um, that is democracy. Um, but uh, that can only be atta uh, attained by a title deed that no one, no one can take away from you, uh, from them, at the snap of a political finger. So they can also exercise the choice to own residential and business properties as individuals, so that they can also start trading in their assets that will open up a whole new world of opportunities for businesses and careers. This is called real rural development. This is real freedom. This is real empowerment. This is the real path out of poverty and into prosperity. This is the DA way. And this is the way of hope and a better life for all. My fellow South Africans, it is time for real change now. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Smith. The Eastern Cape MEC of Road Development and Agrarian Reform, Honorable Peters. Honorable Peters. Good, good afternoon, Honorable Chairperson, and the Honorable Chairperson of the NCOP, the Minister, and the Deputy Ministers and members, Honorable members of the NCOP. Good afternoon. Chairperson, on the 25th and 26th of June, 1955, in Cape Town, the oppressed people of our country adopted the Freedom Charter, a blueprint for a kind of society a post-apartheid South Africa would look like. 
for purposes of this session, I would like to remind us of what the Freedom Charter said in relation to land. The Charter said the land shall be shared amongst those who work it. It explained that restrictions of land ownership on a racial basis shall be ended and all the land redivided amongst those who work it to banish famine and land hunger. It further said the state shall help the peasants with implements, seeds, tractors, and dams to save soil and assist chillers. More importantly, it said people shall not be robbed of their cattle and forced labor, and farm prisons shall be abolished. This is the context through which we view the budget that was tabled by the Honorable Minister Tabotidiza as the ANC. It is a budget that continues to contribute towards the attainment of what the Freedom Charter espoused. At the heart of the budget is reversal of the legacy of apartheid and all its resultant challenges of poverty, unemployment, and inequalities. As we are all aware, unemployment and poverty are on the rise in our country and inequalities continue to deepen. These are compounded by the coronavirus pandemic, which sent the economy of the world into a tailspin. For us as the Eastern Cape Honorable Chair, agriculture is one sector that can, can sustainably stimulate economic recovery and reconstruction of our country. Land reform and agricultural development therefore become essential. We welcome the progress the department is making on land reform, particularly the announcement by the minister that 436,000 hectares of the 700,000 hectares that were announced by the president have been allocated. Siano Makesili Pondo, Minister Isanja Sakonekaila Ulikokele, Aniambi Nilala Nituniu. What excites us even more is the equitable allocation of land to affirm vulnerable groups in our society, in particular women, youth, and people with disabilities. As I indicated earlier, Honorable Chairperson, that the Freedom Charter said, the state shall help the peasants with implements, seeds, tractors, and dams to save soil and assist tillers. We appreciate that the department led by Minister Tidiza avails these resources when allocating land to our people together with all the necessary training on new methods of farming. We also commend that the department reaches out to progressive white commercial farmers to support transfer of knowledge to emerging black farmers sector that is inclusive. We are still calling upon more white farmers who are progressive to follow suit. Honorable Chairperson, it is common knowledge that agricultural sector performed remarkably well in 2020, despite the pandemic. The sector was resilient and led to growth in export of maize, nuts, deciduous fruit, and sugar cane. As the Eastern Cape, we contributed con significantly to this growth. Our concern, though, is that the sector exports new raw products and loses on beneficiation. And this is where we are losing many job creation opportunities. This requires the entirety of government and the private sector to build new factories to process our agricultural products 
here at home, particularly considering the establishment of the African continental uh, free trade area. Seeing as Kupizi Rose, Buyesis Tang, we must process them here in our country. We must enhance partnership models involving communal landowners, government, the private sector, and traditional leadership to grow agricultural production. Our focus on communal land should not only be on primary production, but also on downstream agro-processing opportunities. If we do this, that will that our first point of departure should be on boldly affirming subsistent and emerging farmers in rural areas across the country, and we would be aggressive in assisting them. We appreciate the work of the department towards this direction. Secondly, we appreciate the move of creating local industries for agro-processing to ensure beneficiation and massive job creation in our local communities. The AgriParks program should be heightened in rural districts as it will shorten supply chains in rural areas and attract crowding in agricultural assets, infrastructure, production, and processing. The implementation, Honorable Chairperson, of the completed master plan and finalization of outstanding ones must be accelerated to yield new jobs and to advance the growth of the agricultural sector. The poultry master plan and the sugar master plans are already adding new investments into our economy. The finalization of the agriculture and agro-processing master plan is critical if you are to really transform the sector and unlock its potential to grow the economy and create jobs for our people. We wish to urge the department to be agile in opening the bottlenecks around cannabis. As a country, we must move away from this tendency of spending years and years processing bills. It is an antithesis for development. Be that as it may, Honorable Chairperson, we appreciate progress made by the National Department in this regard. As the Eastern Cape, we support the adoption of the budget for the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform, and Rural Development for the 2021-2022 financial year. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Peters. I now invite Honorable Nguenya, House Chairperson. Honorable Nguenya. Thanks, uh, Honorable. Uh, thank uh, Chairperson. Gitanda Ugubingelela Usisalo Nawonke Amalunga, a parliament, a lassenism Africa. Sisalo Osoni Pegile Ugubalulega, Wesolimo, Eguakeni, Amatuba, Emisilins, Nogusiza, Egukulisen, Umnoto, Wetu, Aguna Gutindezela, Waku, Ewamugeleni, Umsebenzi, Ogusaba, Umkwele, Empatin, Wesolimo. Gonyaga on Zulega twenty twenty Paga to go see for coronavirus. Sisa Zitanda Ugupinda, Sikizele, Ugubaluleka, 
ogudlalwa ngumkaka wezolimo usizo ukusiza ukubamba ikhaza umnotho ogubandakanya wonke umuntu enye yezindlela eguquka nentuthuko yomkhakha wezolimo kungayifinyelelwa ngayo njengoba ukuthuthukiswa izimaketho ezikhona zezolimo nokusungulwa kwezemikhakha ezinja kanye nokuthuthu nokukhuthazwa isimilo sokuqintisana kulomkhakha umongo walom umongo wale nkulumo mpikiswane isesesekelo sayo yilesi inational elect elections manifesto ye ANC yonyaka ka 2019 ikhulume ngokwandiswa komkhakha wezolimo ukuxhasa kwezolimo izimakethe zasekhaya nezokuthelekisa futhi ifake isandla ekwakheni amathuba emisebenzi ukuze kufezeke uguquko lomkhakha wezolimo ANC izibophezele ukubhekana nokubusa kokufaka kwezolimo ngamabhizinisi amakhulu nokubusa okungabonwa phecelezi monopoli ekusetshenzisweni kokulinywa nasekuthengisweni kokudla okuvimba indlala abancane ukulima okuncane ukulima kwama kwabadobele ukuziphilisa kungumgogodla womkhiqizo wezolimo futhi kungasiza kakhulu ekukhuleni kwamnotho wezolimo lapho kubhekana nenhlangano enkulu yezolimo kanye nokucindezelwa komnotho wezinga the use of labor intensive approach to agriculture to agricultural farming can unlock the potential of the sector while at the same time contributing towards ensuring food security the development of small scale farmers can lead to the employment of many people and help but and help put many up uh, productive factors of land into productive use malungu ahloniphekile inqalasizinda efanele futhi eyanele ibalulekile ekwandisweni komkhiqizo wezolimo kanti levoti izosekela ama project kwenqalasizinda yezolimo njengengxenye yokuthuthuka yasem yasemakhaya Jefferson in terms of settlement support one of the progressive program of the department is the comprehensive agricultural support program CASP and the is to provide post settlement support to the targeted beneficial of land reform and to other producers who have acquired land through private means it is important to ensure 
effective support to all our farmers and most important black imaging, imaging small scale farmers. This vote will see the finalization of the land beneficiary and sector selection policy. Over the medium term expenditure framework, this vote has allocated about 923.5 million. In this, will contribute towards the recruitment of about 10,000 extension officers across the country. Chaperson on drought and disaster, drought, food, and other nature disaster have a negative impact on the productive of small scale farmers. We take note that lack of grant allocation under the CASP C -A -S -P, for disaster, such as food damaged infrastructure and for drought relief will put more strain, especially for small scale farmers who have no access to insurance and capital. The allocation of almost 1.2 billion for CASP infrastructure enhanced government drive towards infrastructure-led development. Chair on entities, one of the entities of the department is under step road biologically product with a mandate to prevent and control animal disease that affect food security, human health, life rules through the production of the related vaccines. The complexion of the food and mouth vaccine production facility in the Houghton province will help us to reduce our reliance of vaccine import. Is great towards playing a development and infrastructure role. In that it said, in the word of its CEO to be more involved in alleviating poverty by supporting all farmers, including small scale farmers, the availability of vaccines to small scales and emerging black farmers will not only enhance the quality of their livestock products, but will always in the long run ensure the development and commercialization of the small scales enterprise and access to export markets. Chaperson on fighting hunger, addressing the challenge of access to land or land hunger must be seen as a attempt to fight hunger and poverty. It is reported by the Globe Food Secretary IDEC that South Africa ranking dropping to 69 place out of 113 countries from 44 in 2019 
This does not pay a global picture as South Africa has enough food suppliers, but food price have scale rocked and making affordable to costly, given that the agriculture economy is influenced by a number of other factors, such as the economies of scales, the promotion of community food garden and urban farming, as well as household substance. Farming can help mitigate against high rising cost of food and can further contribute to national food security and help reduce hunger. In conclusion, Chair, I stand here on behalf of the ANC to support budget vote 29 for the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. I thank you, Chairperson. Thank, thank you, House Chairperson, Mama Gwenya. Yes, Papa. Uh, now I invite uh, the Honorable Deputy Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, Honorable Squatcher. As Honorable Squatcher is taking the floor, Mama, Deputy Chair of the NCOP, will take over. Honorable Squatcher. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chair, as you take leave of your assignment and uh, Honorable Deputy Chairperson, Honorable Minister Didiza, Deputy Minister, esteemed members of the NCOP, Honorable MEC from the Eastern Cape, everybody present here, I greet you this afternoon. I'm excited to be speaking today here, Chairperson, on the month of a uh, on the month of May, a very illustrious month. I made this point sometime last week. May is an exciting month. I recall that the path to freedom was a thorny a very thorny, painful one. I have a vivid recollection of Umkondoesis striking a blow at the apartheid institution on the 9th of May, 1983 at the SAAF headquarters in Pretoria an operation led by Commander Panim Lukwan. Yes, yes. But who can also forget that day when former President Becky made us all proud and said, I am an African. That's why I frown at people who call me a person of color. As Honorable Smith says, I do not know what a person of color is. When we discuss land reform chair or embark on activities that restore the right to land to previously dispossessed people, we move from a point of departure which recognizes that an injustice was committed 
a mess was committed. And I may say, the corruption and maladministration Honorable Smith refers to arrived in 1652, when some people's forefathers arrived here. And that corruption and maladministration created by colonialism and apartheid is a system that Honorable Tidiza is busy cleaning up whilst she did not create that. <laughs> we should therefore not allow anyone, no organization to twist the truth by attempting to make us feel bad for demanding what rightfully belongs to us. Kuba Mamsani, you were in COVID giving out land to people. So it happened in Ebenezer. This weekend, you will be in Limpopo and Tafelkop. You will also be giving land to people there. This reminds me, comments made by Honorable Smith and others reminds me when the Son of Man arrived in Jerusalem and someone asked, when's the Gandoni up? And people asked, Ungumambi nawena at Jerusalem, Unga Are you blind not to see what is unfolding in front of your own eyes in South Africa? I hope that the next budget vote that you will be tabling, Honorable Minister, next year, our August Parliament will have expropriated land and passed that particular bill. What we are doing we are restoring the dignity of the majority of South Africans. It is only when such dignity is restored that we can be able to find peace. As former President Nelson Mandela reflected, and I quote, returning land which translates to wealth back to the dispossessed majority is an important task because it is one way of addressing the injustices of apartheid, unquote. All communities whose rights to their land have been restored through the title deeds and overs, we say to them, walk proudly with your head high. You can now be a proud human being. You now enjoy what is called security of tenure. Keep it that way for generations to come. Our cabinet in December 2020 approved the beneficiary selection and land allocation policy aimed at expediting the land allocation process which prioritizes women, youth, and persons with disabilities. The participation and protection of these vulnerable groups across the value chain of our economy is critical. This policy is already in the implementation phase within the various programs of our department. In the 2020-2021 financial year, the department acquired 22,366 hectares of land for agricultural purposes. These included land for livestock, fruits, crops, 
forestry and game. This financial year, the budget for land acquisition is 175 million and our plan is to acquire 33,720 hectares of land with this budget and through reprioritization within the pro-land acquisition strategy. The allocation of hectares to be acquired per province is as follows. In the Northern Cape, 12,997. Western Cape, 3,756. Eastern Cape, 3,620. KZN, 3,517. Limpopo, 2,813. Bumalanga, 2,640. Northwest, 2,033. Free State, 1,704. Gauteng, 640 hectares. The Land Tenure Reform Program is key in achieving and achieving the constitutional promise entrenched in Section 25, Stroke C of the Republic's Constitution. I quote, a person or community whose tenure to land is legally insecure as a result of past racially discriminatory laws or practices is entitled to the extent provided by an act of parliament, either to tenure which is legally secure or to comparable redress, close goods. Farm workers, farm dwellers and labor tenants, the Land Reform Act number three of 1996 seeks to secure the tenure rights of labor tenants and former labor tenants, including by regulating their tenure and prohibiting illegal evictions. Wherever farm dwellers, farm workers, labor tenants and women have limited and vulnerable land rights, it is our responsibility as this department in conjunction with other departments to take steps to correct such instances. Although the provisions of X as have been strengthened, we continue to, re- to receive reports of attempts to undermine this legislation. The need for land in these areas varies and includes land for residents, for cultivation, for rituals, for burial and grazing of livestock. When these rights are not protected, it may give rise to conflicts. In giving effect to the provisions of the constitutional and legislative mandate, The department has prioritized the settlement of outstanding labor tenant claims. The land claims court has appointed the special master to work with the department on expediting the settlement of these labor tenant claims and to present the report to court on a quarterly basis. The department received 20,325 applications in seven provinces provinces with the majority of claims emanating from KwaZulu-Natal and Pumala. To date, a total of 10,992 claims have been finalized, with 9,333 claims still outstanding. Working with the Office of the Special Master, a labor tenant implementation plan has been developed and approved by the Land Claims Court to address this injustice of the past.
During the past financial year, a total of 200 labor tenants applications were finalized and the department managed to acquire 7,128 hectares for labor tenants and farm dwellers to provide long-term security of tenure to these groups. For this financial year, the department has set aside a budget of 244 million for the acquisition of land for labor tenants and farm dwellers, as well as to honor cases settled through court orders. This budget will be used to acquire 6,150 hectares. The highest number of hectares will be acquired in Guazulu-Natal, which will be 1,800, followed by Mpumalanga with 1,100 hectares, and with the Western Cape where the lowest hectares will be acquired. The department, in conjunction with the Office of the Special Master, has targeted to finalize 1,500 labor tenants claims in the current financial year. In recognizing the multiplicity of challenges faced by farm workers, the department working with the Department of Justice and Legal Aid will continue to provide legal support and mediation services. Working together will ensure that farm dwellers, farm workers, and labor tenants enjoy the fruits of freedom like all other South Africans. Chairperson, the expeditious transfer of 23 rural areas as administered by Tranka is unfolding fast. These areas previously classified as colored reserves are in four provinces in our country. I'm concluding, Chair. The process of transferring this land in consultation with the affected community. Are you stopping me, Chair? The process of transferring this land. I am definitely not the one that is interrupting you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Chair. Thank you, thank you, Chair. On communal, on, on communal land tenure, the IMC on agriculture is guiding a process in this most important and sensitive area. Our department, Deputy Chair, working with the Department of Cogta and Justice, are running a provincial consultation process with all stakeholders, including traditional leadership organizations, land experts, civil society and communities, the consultations will culminate in a land summit nationally to be convened in August this year. The IMC, led by the Deputy President, has established a task team consisting of the Department of Agriculture, SAPS, Human Settlement, and SALAGA to develop an integrated rapid response strategy on rural safety. This plan with the intervention measures has since been approved by the IMC. These interventions are also guiding in opening dialogue amongst various role players and stakeholders, including farmers associations and farm dwellers to curb conflicts, evictions, farm matters, and bring peace and stability in these areas. We continue to work with the Department of Police 
in co convening in Bezos. As you conclude. Thank you very much, Chairperson. <clears throat> Thank you very much, Chief Minister. Mm. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Deputy Chair. I was about to conclude. Thank you very much. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Deputy Minister. Next will be Honorable Arnolds. Thank you, House Chairperson. The economic framework. Yes, Honorable Chairperson. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I don't know what's happening, but we can hear okay, you. Okay, let me continue. Thank you. The economic freedom fighters rejects the 16.9 billion budget vote 29 of the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform, and Rural Development because of the following reasons. The ANC's empty promise of 1994 to return 30% of land to black people by 1999. Today, less than 10% of land is in the hands of black people. The landless people of South Africa demands their land now. The state under your department has decimally failed in their mandate to transform and better the lives of the majority of landless people in the country. After 27 years since the attainment of political freedom, the majority of black people are still landless. Minister, your department is one of the most incompetent departments that lacks the ability to resolve land claims laws in 1998, with 9,033 claims still outstanding, and many of those land claimants, claimants has died waiting for their land. As the EFF, we call on the immediate end on the eviction of black farmers from state-owned land. The exploitation of farm workers by white farmers in the country and the lack of protection of farm workers will be one of your legacies that will be recorded in the history books of the country. The DA government in the Western Cape is one of the worst governments when it comes to the farming community. They protect white privilege, white farmers who are exploiting evicting and using farmers as slaves. Many farm workers in the Western Cape who have worked and built, y'all built those farms are now destitute and without proper housing and living in, in poor conditions. Your budget allocation of 1 billion to subsistence farmers for the creation of jobs and livelihoods, as you're well aware of, will not do justice to the many challenges faced by black farmers. Market access to small black farmers needs more uh, attention and demand 
urgent action. Smallholder farmers struggle with basic resources such as water, lacking of fundamental agriculture uh, infrastructure, while white farmers still enjoy the benefits of apartheid. Although we note the move by the Department of Human Settlements, Water and Sanitation to issue water licenses to small farmers, more assistance is needed. Minister, there is no consequence management for in your department. Chief Minister, talk is cheap, we want action. Your 3.3 million allocation uh, for biosecurity lacks commitment um, and to minimize the risk of disease outbreaks, uh, this program needs to be strengthened. The EFF is the only party that can resolve the land question through land expropriation without compensation for equal distribution and use. We must reject any move from the ANC to obey their white masters to maintain the status quo. All land must be put under the custodianship of a capable state so that the majority of the landless people can equally enjoy the benefits from the country's resources. The poor and the landless will continue to suffer under an ANC government due to corruption and looting of state resources. We therefore reject the budget vote. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Arnolds. Next will be Honorable Ndalane, the Limpopo MEC for Agriculture and Rural Development. Honorable Ndalane. Is there a problem? Honorable Ndalane. Okay. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chairperson of the NSOP. Uh, Honorable Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, Metoko Didiza. Honorable De Deputy Minister Squasha. Honorable Leaders of the Opposition Parties. Honorable Members of the NSOP. A very good afternoon to you. Our countries, South African, like the rest of the world, suffered huge economic consequences as a result of the devastation caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. However, our sector agriculture, which is the lifeline of livelihood for all of us, has shown impressive resilience under the circumstances. The impression growth, impressive growth of 13% by the agricultural sector in the past year demonstrated amongst others the, cons the consistent demand of agriculture products as well as continuing production. According to Stats SA, third quarter gross domestic product report released on the 8th December 2020, the growth could be attributed to an increase in the production of field horticultural crops and animal products. This therefore indicates that agriculture continues to play a significant role in the economic recovery following a huge decline imposed by COVID-19 restriction. Honorable Chairperson, in Limpopo, we have identified key projects whose aim is to revitalize agriculture production and 
in some instance to resuscitate agriculture project as part of revitalization of agriculture and agro-processing action plan. We have allocated 5 million rand to the Mediela Cetras estate in line with comprehensive business plan, which has been developed. The key scope of the development include refurbishment of irrigation and electrical infrastructure, replanting of trees and re-establishment of the peg house. This project was submitted for funding consideration under the Presidency Infrastructure Coordination Program. Engagement are in progress at the Communal Property Association level. Many of the members in this house may remember Mahubati Estate. We are proud to announce that the development model for Mahubati Estate revitalization has been finalized. The estate has been allocated 10 million. Meanwhile, the development plan is being engaged with stakeholders and discussions are at an advanced stage. The other flagship project is Hamulele Potato Belt project in the Blueback local municipality. The project is funded to the tune of 5.5 million. The project scope includes the development of 10 hectares irrigation system for potato production. Honorable Chairperson, appropriate infrastructure uh, is at the center of smallholder farmer development in this industry to increase volumes and quality of produce. We will continue to prioritize empowerment of smallholder farmers, particularly women, youth, and people with disabilities. The women in our province have demonstrated that the appropriate support they are able to grow and sustain their production while creating much needed jobs for the masses of our people. We welcome with great appreciation the pronouncement by the, our Honorable Minister regarding land reform. The Honorable Minister announced in her budget vote that 50% of land allocate, allocation will go to women 40% to youth and 6% to people with disability. Um, land is a key resource for the eventually emancipation of our people, particularly women. We must trust that this process will result in many of our women engaging in agricultural production and become part of our country, country's mass food production. I conclude, uh, Honorable Chairperson, as government, our buyers will continue to be on the pro previously disadvantaged. Our resolve to maintain food security remains top priority in this important agricultural sector. I thank you, Honorable Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Ndalane. We will now call on the Honorable Outcome to continue with the debate. Thank you, Honourable Deputy Chairperson. Honourable Chairperson, Honourable Minister, members of this House and people of South Africa, without the farmers of South Africa, there will be no food on our tables. And without food on our tables, we as a nation will not be able to survive. It is therefore an undeniable fact that the farmers of South Africa, black and white, 
big and small, forms an integral part in the survival of us as a nation. Yet, it seems, Honorable Minister, that your ministry, as well as this government and most certainly this budget, does not realize that South Africans are dependent on our farmers and for us to survive, our farmers must survive as well. The COVID-19 pandemic had a huge negative effect on our country's economy. And sadly, the farming community was not spared by the effects of this pandemic. This government's inability to manage this pandemic properly contributed to put a further burden on our already overburdened agricultural sector. Before the arrival of COVID-19 on our shores, the farmers in various areas of our country had to deal with the devastating effects of one of the most extreme droughts in living memory. And although the COVID-19 pandemic is continuously declared as a disaster on a monthly basis by your counterpart, the Minister of Kokta, the disaster brought about by the most severe drought in our lifetime is not deemed as a disaster by this government anymore. Agbare voorzitter, gediende januari laas jaar is die Noordkaap tot die droogte rampgebied verklaar. In gediende februari is die mes van die land ook as verskondig verskondig, sorry uh, honorable speaker, my uh, honorable Jefferson, my uh, translation was still on. Let me start that paragraph over. Uh, gedierende januari laas jaar is die Noordkaap tot die droogte rampgebied verklaar. En gedierende februari is die rest van die land ook as droogte rampgebied verklaar. Hierdie rampstatus het echter gedierende mei 2020 verval. En ondanks verskye versoeke van die Democratische Alliantie, dat sekere gedeeltes van die Noord- en Oostkaap, as ook verskye ander areas in ons land, weer as droogte rampgebiede verklaar moet word, het hierdie regering dit steeds nie gedoen. Ek het reeds bykans twee jaar gelede in hierdie selfde huis van die parlement die benaarde situasie waarin seker van ons landse boere hulle bevind as gevolg van die droogte aan die meegedeel. Ek het ook aan die genoem dat die omvang van die droogte so erg is dat weiding in groot areas van ons land langdurige skade geleid het en dat dit jare sal neem voordat daar die weiding sal herstel. Honorable minister, if you know our farmers, you would know that there is a saying that our farmers often use. And that saying is, it does not rain grass. Of in Afrikaans gesê, dit reen nie gras nie. In other words, it does not mean that all of a sudden, rain ends a drought. Especially not as severe a drought as this one. Even though certain areas of our country received good rainfall, and even though most of our dams are at acceptable levels, there are still large areas that are experiencing vegetation and grazing conditions far below the norm. This fact is documented by the Agricultural Research Council in their VCI or Vegetation Condition Index for March this year. Achbare minister, ek het gister een brief wat ek vir u sal aanstuur, ontvang van meneer Gijsbert Burreburger van die organisatie Droogtehulp. Hulle is een van verskye organisaties wat poog om ons landse boere buiten te staan om die krippelende gevolge van die droogte te kan hanteer. In sy brief sê meneer Burger dat hy wonder of ons as parlementslede elke keer wanneer ons kraan oopdraai en daar water uitkom of elke keer wanneer ons die gekletter van reen op ons dak hoor besef dat daar steeds uitmergelende droogte is wat heers oor groot gedeeltes van ons land. 
Ik het persoonlijk die pas afgelopen week weer door die Noordkaap gereis. Vanaf die Kalahari, door die karoo van Kenard, Brandvlei en Kalfinia. My hart het uitgegaan naar die boeren wat steeds daar probeer boer. Achbara Adjang, voorzitter, daar is gedeeltes daar, waar daar absoluut geen weiding oor is nie. Daar die boeren ontvang geen daadwerkelijke hulp van die regering af nie, en indien dit nie was vir verskye droge organisaties, soos die van meneer Burger, wat daar die boeren bijstaan en hulle nooit nie, so daar die boeren lang al reeds stil opgegooi het. Honorable minister, these civilian organizations assist our farmers, black and white, by collecting money and food for them and their workers and children, as well as distributing fodder to their livestock. I have been to some of these outreach projects initiated by these civilian organizations, and I would hereby, Honorable Minister, like to invite you to please accompany me on one of them in the near future. I want you to do this not only to witness with your own eyes how desperate the drought situation still is, but I also want you to witness the absolute indiscriminately kindness and humanity shown by our people to our people in need. Honorable Chairperson, it is not only our country's food security that is threatened by this drought. This prolonging drought will also dry up jobs and livelihoods of thousands of our people and therefore put an even larger strain on our already failing economy. Honorable Chairperson, it is an absolute shame that civilian organizations are standing basically alone in assisting our farmers in need. The Democratic Alliance therefore urges this government. In actual fact, we plead with this government to start to properly play its part in assisting our farmers as well. The small amount of money that this government and certainly this budget is giving towards our farmers are not nearly enough. It is time that this government, by means of this budget, start to implement proper drought relief to our farmers as a matter of utmost urgency. Achbare minister, die boere in die droogte getuisterde gebiede van ons land het u nodig. Ons het u nodig om leiding te neem, so dat ons daar die boere en ook so doende al die mense van ons land kan help. Kom ons staan sterk, kom ons staan saam met ons boere in nood, kom ons wees willen dat ons omgee. Ek dank u. Uh, bye, uh, bye, dankie, Achbara Oukamp. Thank you very much, Honorable Oukamp. I want to understand whether Honorable Ngwezi is on the platform. Honorable Ngwezi. If not, we will continue and we will then call on Honorable SF Detoy of the Freedom Front Plus. Dankie, Achbara Voorzitter. Achbara Minister, die landbouwsector is die hoeksteen van die Zuid-Afrikaanse economie. Die landbouwgemeenskap het gedurende 2020 vir die sovelste keer in die wereld bewys dat geen uitdaging ons sal onderkry nie. Te midde van al die aansla, te midde van die teenstand, te midde van al die leens, weer die landbouwsector voort om te voorsien in die behoeftes van alle Zuid-Afrikaners, ongeachel ras, taal of geloof. Sonder regeringsinmenging dra die landbouwsector by tot sociale cohesie. The 494 million was allocated over the medium term in the Agricultural Production, Biosecurity and Natural Resources Management Program. This is to mitigate and prevent the outbreak of diseases, but it's too little. The recent outbreak of African swine fever in the country is however a great concern. No financial assistance were given to farmers whose pigs needed to be put down. In some instances, a whole drift was culled. 
how can it be that disasters like these are not being provided for, Minister, either through the disaster fund or any other contingency plan? Die droogter geteister gebiede van die Noordkaap en ander dele van Suid-Afrika gaan steeds onder droogter gebuk en het een tekort aan weiding en broodnodige hulbronne. Op antwoord van een ambtelike vraag, een schriftelijke vraag van mij aan u, minister, in februari 2021, rakende die droogte op wat uh, ek aan u gerig het, minister, het u as volg geantwoord. U het gesê dat u departement die reenval monitor en kwartaliks vergader om dit te bespreek. Je het gesê dat bevondsing beskikbaar gestel is om voer aan te plant en dit is een langtermijn oplossing gaan aanwend. Je het aanbeveel dat kuddegrootes aangepas moet word volgens die weidingsdraakracht van die veld. Met respect minister, as aan die veld is om op te weinig, verwacht jy dan dat die hele kudde tot niet gemaakt moet word. Boere het alle materials getref om te verseker dat die bykie wat hulle het, dit wat tot hulle beskikking is, optimaal aangewend word. Jy het genoem dat prioriteite deurgegeen moet word aan gebiede en dele in die Noordkaap waar het insluit, waar erger droogte ondervind word en daar die provincies hulp moet verleen. Ons sien nie daar die hulp nie, minister. Hierdie hulp is nou meer as ooit nodig. Grijp in. Moet jy net monitor nie. Moet jy net praat nie. Gaan self daarheen. Trap in die stof en kyk of daar iets is wat die dieren kan eet. Minister, die onderspandering van fondse wat aan provincies toegekend word vir landbouw en die landbouw ondersteun in plaas groot druk op die sector en het beperk groei en werkskeping en vooruitgang. The safety and well-being of the founding community as a whole is a great concern. Just last week, Minister Dlamini Zuma, during a budget vote speech, or must we rather say the election rally campaign, picked the scabs of social divide by saying that the land was stolen. People usually revert to phrases like this in an attempt to beguile you from the truth. Lies like these have consequences, Minister. It incites hate and violence, and you are the author. When politicians make reckless and popular statements like she did, it doesn't fill me with confidence. Government is in denial. Expropriation without compensation will not just be accepted, Deputy Minister Skachang. The landbouwsector is a voorbeeld for South Africa. Dit is hier waar mense die term menswees uitleef. Dit is hier waar een vreemdeling een gemeenskapelike doel het, handevat, plant, bou, vermeerder, voet en beskerm. Dit is hier waar ons voor en toe kyk, letterlik met hand op die ploeg en bijdra om een beter Zuid-Afrika te skep. Die regering beperkt tans hierdie sektor. Maar soos een saad wat ontkiem wat dier die aardkoos breek, so stuig ons boer die onderdrukking uit. Ons hakke is stevig geplant, neem kennis. Ons is geworteling geloof, Ons oe is gevestig na boe met doelgerichte deersettingsvermoe en kindigheid. Ons staan nie terug vir aanslaan nie. Die winde vir van verwarming en populistische haat gaan moendlik van jaar waai. Maar ons mag nie toelaat dat het ons onderkry nie. We have moral courage. We have a moral compass. And we will prevail. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable S.F. Dutoy. The next speaker will be the Honorable Stumot Lamini, the Deputy Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. Honorable Lamini. Thank you very much, uh, my Chairperson, Honorable Minister Titiza, all ministers and Deputy Ministers present, in particular my colleague, Honorable Mtsebisi uh, Squatcher, 
Honorable members of the Select Committee on Agriculture, Land Reform, and Rural Development. Honorable members of the House, esteemed guests, ladies and gentlemen, for the 2021-2022 financial year, we plan to undertake the following programs. We plan to support 25 projects that would lead to functional farmer production support units. Through the FPSUs, rural households and villages in general will be able to obtain a wide variety of support to improve their productivity, including mechanization, things like tractors, implements, inputs, seeds and fertilizers, and storage facilities, etc. The work will include the renovation of livestock auction facilities like at Kwamfen in Tembisiliani local municipality at Nkangala Pumalanga province. In addition, we will implement a further 50 infrastructure projects to support production and six socio-economic infrastructure projects continuing from the Deepwater Primary School development project implemented in the previous financial year. A total of 500 jobs are projected to create in, to be created in, in such rural development initiatives. And this speaks to our revised strategy of optimizing intergovernmental resources. We will continue from where we ended in the Mount Fletcher spring water harvesting protection, uh, development and reticulation project. And in this financial year, there will be an additional five innovative technology research projects, which will be implemented. In the 2021-22 financial year, the National Rural Youth Service, Services Corps program will put greater emphasis on recruiting and skilling youth for workplace opportunities within and outside government. It will also focus on entrepreneurship further, education and skills opportunities as part of our of a basket of services offered to the youth finishing the program. This will position the NARISEP program to better contribute towards the challenge of high youth unemployment. To this end, the program has now committed to training 1,490 youth across all nine provinces. And the budget of 62.4 million has been allocated in this financial year. This youth was recruited during the 2019 and 2020 financial years, but due to the COVID-19, the training program was delayed. In addition, the following initiatives are underway. 188 Narisek youth will be trained as traffic officers in Pumalanga and the Free State, respectively. The intention is for the youth to be absorbed 
by the local municipalities. And these municipalities have already signed commitment letters for employment of these youth upon the successful completion of the training. 93 Narisek youth from the Eastern Cape, Houghton Province, Northern Cape and Western Cape are currently undergoing training with Cliques Pharmacy Group. These youth will have been absorbed by this and this represent a successful private-public partnership initiative. 98, which is 73 in the Eastern Cape and 25 in KZN of the youth recruited as part of the piloting the district development model will be trained in environmental waste management qualification. The King Sabata Talinjabu municipality has provided business opportunities for three for these youth and they will be absorbed in their waste management unit. The KZN youth will also provide similar services to the Etewini municipality. This means that 98 young people from the rural areas will have an opportunity to pursue their small enterprises leading to further socioeconomic spin-offs. In contributing to the second phase of the Presidential Stimulus Initiative project, the department has extended the contracts of 1,209 PERSI verifiers for another 12 months, which is the 1st of April 2021 to the 31st of March 2022, with a budget of more than 64 million rands, which will go towards paying stipends and allowances. The department is also focusing on taking forward the process towards the finalization of the rural development strategy and the national spatial development framework. We invite all of you to take closer interest to these strategic policies. We want to see and hear every village and every rural community, including everyone in South Africa, talking about rural development. The real test of what we are saying here will be in what we do to transform the rural economy and build sustainable rural communities. I say this uh, shortly, Chair, as I conclude. The definition of what rural development is all about lies in this. Not what I heard one of my colleagues saying here, what is rural development, saying something totally opposite to what we want to do. And I thank you for the opportunity. And I respect my minister and the deputy minister on the work that we're doing. And will you all give us a chance to deliver on what we have promised here to do? Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Comrade Dumod Lamini. We are now going to call on the Honorable Nana of the Democratic Alliance to continue with the debate. Our Honorable Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Deputy Chairperson of the NCOP. I like your hairstyle. You look you look moy. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. Honorable, honorable members, my colleagues have spoken at length about issues bedeviling the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform, and Rural Development. 
at national scale, but allow me to zoom into the Eastern Cape. In my province, my country doesn't have, is perpetrated a bottomless pit called local government, local, develop, local economic development. Albert Einstein once said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again but expecting different results, close quotes. Like all other state-owned enterprises, the once profitable Magua and Magualati estates in the Eastern Cape are going albatross around the provincial, next, the provincial government's neck. Year in, year out, the taxpayer carries a burden of bailing out these SDs of bailing out these SOEs. Lesson to be learned here, Honorable Essay from the State Cape, my friend, is that government must exit business and let business people do what they do best in business. Colleagues, it does not matter how many ANC T-shirts or branches you have or how well connected you are within the governing party. The bottom line is, it is not for all of us, including myself. The Eastern Cape government What now? Is it Honorable Nana? It seems there is a problem with this network. I thought it's mine because I'm also struggling today. Honorable Nana? It seems if he's, he's struggling with his network. I, don't, I think we, we, we should continue. Uh, Honorable Matibe? Uh, thank you very much, uh, uh, Are you back? Oh, he's back. If he's yes. back, it's fine. You yes, I'm back, madam. We can give you the remainder of your time. You can continue. I'm, I know I thought we will do it, but it's fine. You are back. Continue. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you it's very much, Deputy Chairperson. So the Eastern Cape has neglected hardworking farmers in Machatiel only for the premier to pitch up for a photo shoot session when the produce is about to be exported. Five years ago, amid, such, amid much fanfare and high expectations, two, silo, two silos were built in Matatiel at a whooping cost of 7.2 million. 4.2 million was also spent on a state-of-the-art fresh produce market, as expected, colleagues. Both buildings are yet to open their doors for business. Benjamin Franklin once said, and I quote, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail, close quote. That is the lesson to be learned in this instance. The Eastern Cape is gripped in the jaws of a devastating drought, yet the premier did not see it fit to at least dedicate one sentence to such a catastrophe, 
that is threatening food security in this province during his State of the Province address. Farmers are left to fend for themselves with no support from the provincial government and the Department of Agriculture and extension officers are nowhere to be seen. Now, Honorable Squatcher, you said uh, corruption arrived in South Africa in 1652. I can agree with you, but rest assured, the guys in 1652 were not as advanced in corruption as the ANC government of today. You guys have mastered the art of corruption. Secondly, uh, Honorable Squatch, no one said with species is concerned. But the point is, does it really have to be done with, with, with the amendment of constitution? And the answer is no, because you as government are sitting with lots of pockets of land that you are doing nothing about it. And, 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 and the process of distributing land has been riddled with corruption by your own officials. Land has, and land was allocated yes, to friends and closely connected communities within, within the As I conclude, Honorable uh, Arnolds, South Africans will not always listen to your, to your mistruths. Yes, I'm listening. The, the Western Cape is one of the leading provinces in so far as land redistribution is concerned. And the Western Cape is one of the provinces that are leading in food for this nation. So the amount of lies that you continue saying in these platforms are not going to stick. We'll meet, we'll meet you, we'll meet you. As you come back, you will not get a seat in the seat of income. Thank you very much. Your time has expired. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We are continuing and we will now call on Honorable Matibe. As we are. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Deputy Chair, um, the Chairperson of the NCOP, the Minister and uh, Deputy Ministers. Uh, thank you very much. It was indeed interesting to listen to the debate. But just as a status uh, on, on ANC policy on land, I think we should be able to separate it uh, from from chaff the the key policy perspectives uh, in relation to the to the anc uh, started uh, in 1923 anc bill of rights the 1943 africans claims the 1955 freedom charter 1991 constitutional guidelines 1992 ready to government ready to govern and then uh, moving towards uh, uh, 1994, uh, April 27. And, and, and it, it might be that uh, some of them, more especially Honorable Smith, might not have gone through. We, we request him to go through those, uh, some of those documents so that he, he can speak to ANC policy without... Um, uh, speaking what is not true about the ANC policy. No, it's cheap. The 1923 ANC Bill of Rights uh, was, as indicated, one of the most revolutionary proclamations in which, as I quoted, the Bantu inhabitants of the Union have, as human beings, 
the indisputable right to, to a place of abode in this land of their fathers and mothers. And all Africans have as sons and daughters of this soil, God-given unrestricted ownership of land in this land of their birth. That, that is uh, the, the, the perspective from which the ANC policy on, on land uh, is based upon. We, we really appreciate, uh, Honorable Minister, the good work that you are doing um, in relation to, to, to the work uh, uh, in terms of land reform and, and distribution. The massive rollout of infra- infrastructure, we, we are, as the ANC, we are very happy with the work you are doing. We, we see it because uh, Chiombo, you know, is one of my constituencies um, and uh, uh, work is being done in terms of uh, irrigation in that, uh, in that area. We also really appreciate the rapid expansion of generation capacity, the release of uh, hectares of land, um, as you put it in provincial uh, uh, breakdown and agricultural leases. That is the work that we think the, the minister is doing very well together with the department. And the market access is one of the areas that we think should uh, uh, be pursued as well as private sector uh, investment. On the issue of uh, uh, us using the race card, uh, I, I'm sure we should put it uh, again that uh, the strategic objective of the uh, ANC in terms of the National Democratic Revolution is to create a non-racial, non-sexist and democratic South Africa. So uh, because our strategic objective have put it forward, uh, I I don't understand why we should reuse race cut, but we cannot see it and not transform the economy. Um, and uh, want status quo to remain. We, we need to, to, to radically transform the economy so that the economy speaks to the, the, the population uh, dynamics um, and the level of poverty and inequality that was created by apartheid uh, and colonialism uh, legacy, which we are trying to, to, to transform. Now, the issue of expropriation of land, and I'm quite uh, uh, saddened by Honorable Smith that he says he doesn't see, but we can can, uh, send him to to, to, to Psalm 13516, which says they have eyes but cannot see. Maybe if he goes there, uh, he, he might be able to see afterwards. The... The, the issue of the pandemic and, and drought, I'm sure, Honorable uh, Minister, you will be able to, to respond. But on the issue of expropriation without compensation, we are not going to be apologetic because we are implementing the ANC resolution on land redistribution, which says that expropriation of land without compensation should be among the key mechanisms uh, that is available for government to effect the issue of land reform and redistribution. And we're going to do that in line with the ANC resolution, which says that we do not have to undermine future investment in the economy, damage agricultural 
production and food security. And our approach to land issues as the ANC is based on three elements, which is increased security of tenure, land restitution and land redistribution. And from where we are sitting, we are happy with the work that the department um, uh, is making. The issue of the comprehensive agricultural support is one of the key uh, elements that, uh, uh, and program that we see the department is doing. And we are very happy that uh, the minister is implementing that, the Litsima uh, as well, and a rapid release of the state land. And in that regard, uh, we, we fully, as the African National Congress, support budget vote uh, 29 uh, of the Department of Agriculture. Honorable Minister, you'll be able to respond to uh, Honorable Nana. I, I'm reserving my, my, my response to him because I'm not sure whether, like Musimaimane, is an experiment of the DA because the DA has got uh, a tendency to make Black people an experiment. And I also don't want, uh, after this debate, they, 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 they say he misrepresented uh, his qualification. In that regard, uh, Deputy Chair, we support Budget Vote 29. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Matibe. Thank you very much to all the, uh, the members that participated in the debate. We will now allow the Honorable Minister to conclude the debate. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Deputy Chairperson, Deputy Ministers, Honorable Members, and uh, all other uh, honored guests who are in the platform. I'd like to thank the members for the interventions that have made and assure them that we take the issues that they've raised seriously. The Chairperson raised uh, with us the issue of spatial planning, particularly the spluma. As Chairperson would appreciate that this is the matter that we must address as a country, our special development so that it reflects our communities and really deal with the apartheid special planning. We also have to continue to engage with the traditional leaders who had raised some concern on the issue of spluma. So I want to assure you Chairperson that yes, these are the matters we will address. Fortunately, around the issue of uh, spatial development, it's issues that uh, in the Interministerial Committee on Land and Agriculture, where also SALGA is represented, it's a matter that we assist with. Honorable Smith raised the matter of uh, rural safety. I indicated to this house, and I will do so once again, that we have developed working together with the Ministry of Safety and Security and the department to actually develop a rural safety strategy. And this included working with the organized agriculture as well as with farm workers and labor tenants. And I think it's important that when we talk about rural safety in South Africa, we don't only talk about farms, but we actually talk about rural communities where farms are also a major constituency. Because if we do so, we will find inclusive ways in which we can actually protect our communities. Rural safety, it's equally important like urban uh, centers whose safety is also important. 
And I think the safety and security and our security cluster have been doing what is necessary to actually ensure that perpetrators of heinous crimes that happen in our rural uh, spaces are brought to book. We hope that the justice system in dealing with these matters, they would also put some speed. And I think it's important also in the way in which we ensure relationships between farm owners as well as farm workers, so that we avoid the tensions that are sometimes as a result of these relationships that go sour, either because of the evictions that happen or at times the interventions that limit the stocks of farm workers or labor tenants in the farms. It is in our interest to find a lasting solution to safety in our rural communities because of the impact that this has, particularly in the agricultural sector. I'd like to say on the issue of agri-parks and uh, agri-hubs, yes, we have appreciated that this has been a very good conceptual framework. Maybe in its intervention, it has not been as best as we would have liked. I'm happy that uh, my Deputy Minister Stumo Zamini has indicated what we will be doing in this current year. We've also engaged other uh, partners in the private sector, as well as uh, the African Development Bank in assisting us to reshape and repackage the agri-parks. On issues that uh, Honorable Smith have raised relating to what he called the people of color, who I would want to say, these are our communities, whether in the old reference they were called people of color, but they are actually South Africans in their own right. There has never been a policy, both in government, but also in the governing party, the ANC, which seeks to exclude any South Africans. It is for that reason that ANC subscribed to the Freedom Charter that was adopted in 1955. If I were to remind Honorable Smith, South Africa belongs to all who live in it. The issue of Mr. Klute, issue of Mr. Zika, <coughs> issue of um, Mr. Rahasi are matters that we have addressed as a government that cares for the people. A government that listens not only to its own members, a government that listens to all South Africans. So when Honorable Smith or whether Honorable Stain or anybody else from the opposition raise matters of concern, we address those without looking at who has raised them either in terms of race, gender, or even political persuasion, because when we are a government, after our elections, we take oath and actually honor the constitution of our country and make sure that we serve everybody without any exclusion, and we'll continue to stand by that. When Honorable Smith talks about land capture, it is very unfortunate. Because if we talk ab about land capture in its essence in this South Africa, we look back prior and after 1913, that's where actually land capture happened, where there was no acquisition, where people were actually forcibly removed, where people were encamped on farms as labor tenants, where people were moved 
to the margins of our society. These are the wrongs that the ANC-led government is actually responding to and dealing with them. It might be taking us longer, but we will and we'll never change to that. When I was going to talk about expropriation, I'm not sure which expropriation is talking about and where is it happening. The state is actually acquiring land from willing sellers and we transfer that land on a lease basis to the farmers who are actually requesting to be assisted with land from government. The issue that is currently in the legislature, and I want to actually put it back to Smith, the engagement on expropriation without compensation and the amendment of section 25 is the debate that Honorable Smith and other members who have raised that matter mm -hmm. must engage with in the legislature. Don't bring the matter into the executive as of now, because that's the matter where honorable members like yourselves have to engage with your other honorable members in this uh, parliament and particularly the NCOP and the NA. When Honorable Smith says their concern is to liberate uh, people so that they can have individual rights, we agree. But individual rights can't be uh, the only option. There may be instances where people choose to have collective rights. So real choice is about allowing people to choose. It's not about heading them towards our preferences. That is why Honorable Squatcher, my Deputy Minister, when he was indicating what we're doing with regards to tenure security, we are engaging with rural communities and their traditional leaders in the former homelands so that they can decide what form of tenure do they want that will be secured. One of the legacies of apartheid that we're dealing with today is the allowing of a dualistic nature, not only in agriculture, but also in the tenural system of this country, where one tenure system was actually superimposed and the other tenure systems were ignored. And it is a collective responsibility of Honorable Smith, members of the DA, EFF, and everybody that is in parliament that we must redress this apartheid system. Issues of uh, biosecurity, as indicated by Arnold, indeed I agree. We're not just talking cheap. We have actually intervened, but it's important for all of us to appreciate that in the first instance, the line of defense of biosecurity must be undertaken by farmers. But as this government, we have never said if farmers are irresponsible or maybe for some reason not being irresponsible, they find themselves where diseases have actually been found on their farms. We've never stepped back as government and say, we're not going to do anything. We have actually intervened and assisted. And sometimes when I listen to some members when they speak here about our farming community, it's like they don't live in the South Africa that I live because I engage with farmers Sometimes we have difficult discussions, but collectively we appreciate that it will demand the farmers, the government, the farm workers to be able to resolve the issues that face us in the farms, whether it's biosecurity, whether it's theft on the farms, because we would want to ensure our household and national food security in this country. We want to ensure that agriculture can contribute 
to the development of our economy as we have seen in the past year where agriculture has performed very well year on year. When people talk about, you know, government not supporting other farmers, it is unfortunate, Mr. Ockham, because, you know, even the way you're phrasing it, your government, our farmers, it's very much unfortunate because it may not be your party that has won the elections, but it is collectively our government. Because even in the Western Cape, we don't say it is the DA government. We say it's our government. It may be led by the DA, but we will demand that the government led by the DA, which is our government, must be able to render services to all without race, gender, or creed dimensions. So when one talks about, you know, our farmers, your government, I again say it is unfortunate. I was one of the first people who went with deputy president to Northern Cape to look at the situation that was affecting farmers on the drought. And we've actually assisted and we continue to be alive to the challenges that our farmers are, 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 are actually facing. That is why we've been one of those in government to try to assist farmers with building that Orange River Dam in terms of the wall so that when there are floods, it doesn't have a negative impact. We're close to conclusion with that dam. And if you know, as you do know, Mr. Ockham, that dam does not serve unfortunate, I mean, that, you know, the consequence of that wall will serve in the majority our commercial farmers. I wouldn't want to separate them in terms of race and gender, but they are our farmers and we have done what is necessary to support them. And we will continue to do so without being apologetic that as we sit here, our smallholder farmers are the ones that require collectively with uh, our commercial farmers to support and handhold their hands in order for them to grow because we can never continue to perpetuate this duality that is in the agricultural sector that we inherited from the past in South Africa. Growing together, building back better, it's what it's our responsibility as this legislature and the government. I would like to say thank you very much to the deputy ministers, deputy minister Squatcher and Lamini for the hard work that we have been doing sharing the responsibility with myself to make sure that we address the original scene of land dispossession in our country. Step by step, we will make it. The road may be uphill, but I think we will be in the plateau as the years go by. The farmers of our country will have made sure that we retain our food security and we continue to perform very well in the agricultural sector. I would like to say thank you to all of you particularly our leaders of the agribusiness chamber, our leaders of the agricultural unions, you have actually been the partners with government to make sure that we navigate the challenges of COVID-19 and we ensure that our people don't go home without food. It is our responsibility to make sure that this agricultural sector thrives and continues to actually bring in young people, women, so that they become part of this responsibility for food security and economy in our country. 
Thank you very much, Chairperson of our committee, together with your members, who have always kept us on the toes to make sure that indeed we do what is best with the resources that we have been given. Somebody is inviting me on the chat group. It's Honorable Ocamp. Oh, yes, I will. On your outreach programs, tell me when I will be there with you because you are a legislature of this country. You have got a responsibility to the constituency, not only that have voted you, but where you are serving as an MP. Thank you very much, Honorable Deputy Chair. Yes, Honorable Minister, you saw, you saw that I allowed you to respond properly. Thank you very much. Continue with the good work that you are doing. As the NCOP, we will do our, out, our oversight rigorously, but we also need to acknowledge when someone is trying to make sure that they make a difference. To all of the members, thank you very much. And then the meeting stands adjourned. A long way. What's wrong with that voice? What's wrong with that voice? <laughs> Thank you, Mama. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mama. What's wrong with that voice? I've got a flu. I've got a flu. Oh, you must, you must, you must, you must steam, you must steam properly. Steam properly. I'll do that definitely. Thank you. Improperly, please. We, we don't want you to get sick. Not the second time also going for this other one. We yes. don't want it. Mm. No, and I also to, to, today, when I say someone speak like Tokorosh today, I had the Tokorosh in the system. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> but it's not you. <laughs> Thank you very much, honorable members. Thank you. I still have a meeting later. Thank you. Okay, Navicho. Steam, 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 and get some Vicks. Steam with Vicks there. Mum, Bibi. The steam so well. That's Mum, Bibi. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Advocate? Not all of them. Sifia must help me. I can't. I don't know what's happening. Uh, I, can't, I can't do anything now. It doesn't allow me at all. Anyone? Shamara? Who's a co host? The host can move people to. Yeah. All the co hosts, can you assist? I see Honorable Mudis. I see Honorable Lekihi. Uh, Dr. Besser is also here. And Honorable Mutsamai. Uh, and, uh, and Parliament streaming. Streaming has, 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 has streaming been stopped. 
No, it's still here. I'm not sure. I haven't checked. Is it stopped? Has it been stopped? I'm checking up, okay. National Assembly Chamber. Who is the National Assembly Chamber? That would be, I think, also people from... I think it's Mado. Huh? I think it's Mado. No, Mado is here. Oh. I, they're the ones that come with us. Hmm? It's either sounding vision or... Okay. All right, I think... Uh... I think everybody is gone. Um, I don't know if still here. <coughs> See, maybe, maybe it's not even away. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> no, it's fine. Anything that anybody would want to raise? Anything? Miss Powers, did China manage to, to connect? Yes, Amma. Advocate. I wanted to raise an issue about, um, I think we need to move into a, a, a framework around the conduct of um, members in virtual platforms. Um, yeah. I think we just need to strengthen that. Um, the, the broadcast is very poor. It's, a, it's, a bit, it's very poor. Yeah. Um, it's a constant battle to continuously reminding members, asking them to switch on their videos. I mean, there are those who, are, who have genuine issues, but you can't come to the platform wearing your party regalia. Um, obviously, it means that you will not be showing your video. So there's a lot of things that we need to um, raise, but also something, very simple thing like spillovers, like members who are clapping their hands and saying Amanda and saying this and, and clapping and, and saying thank you. So they just need to understand that this is a sitting. Um, so I think we just need to move into that, Advocate. I just wanted to just emphasize that. I don't know if we spoke about it, but I think it's something that we need to take up even with the whips so that they also assist us because they're also complicit into, into the process of just um, yeah, not switching on their videos and speaking and, and all these other things that happen. The duty whips, what do they do? So the, the duty whips normally what happens, especially on this platform, is that when there's a, an issue about the speaker, for instance, and we then communicate with the responsible for monitoring, um, assisting us to monitor the member. But also I think it's something that we need to look at 
better ways to exploit that so that they also take responsibility in, in assisting us to manage the platform. Um, other than constantly having to form the chief, um, I think we just need to exploit better ways to utilize the duty whips um, in managing the platform. Because that's, that's their responsibility. Certainly. That's, certainly. Why are, that's why they are called duty whips. Yeah. Those are whips on duty. You are supposed to assist us with whatever matters relating to the conduct uh, are concerned during the city. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's that's that's, that's, that's the chief to talk about it in the in the department. Yeah? Yes. I I announced the chairperson announced that uh, members should switch on their videos and and so on and so on. And it it's standard that a member can't uh, come to the house uh, in his or her party regalia not party colors they can have party colors but everything with a party logo they can't use in the house okay any other thing anything else colleagues to do what to send me the necessary documents, interpretation list, the link uh, tomorrow. The, just a reminder, the special delegate list, all the, the normal. Okay. Uh, we're not going to have another briefing, uh, isn't it? No, no. We, we, that's why I'm reminding colleagues just to, to send by tomorrow, please. We dealt with the two sittings yesterday, no? Yes, yes. Well, thank you very much. Uh, if there's nothing, then uh, um, the colleagues that are assisting with timekeeping and other matters, I think you are doing a good job. You must put it, you must keep it up. You are doing very well. Thank you very much. Anything else? Uh, yes, advocate. Yes. I just want to check with the other colleagues that are co-hosting. After the session uh, started, did they manage to to rename uh, members? Because I was struggling as a co-host. It didn't allow me at all. I was okay. I, I was okay, advocate. Um, I noticed that uh, Vio was having problems, but but I was fine because I tried. I tried even after I spoke to her. We I tried. I was still able to rename and members. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Miss Monso, you wanted to say something. I see your mic is on. I, I wanted to be naughty, so when you were saying that um, timekeepers are doing well, I, was, I wanted to just be naughty to say, I hope there will be a day where PCS is going to be told that you are doing well. So uh, I forgot to switch off. And PCS is not a day where PCS is not confused with ICT. 
Because mm. hey, I, I see I, 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 I thought you have said it many times. We used to be scared to come to to P A A to NCOP meetings because yeah, PCOS was going to get a rep. But you know. I no, I, I'm just saying because I wanted to be naughty. Yeah, that's yeah. that's all. Yeah, no, our partners are doing very well uh, in supporting our the business of the of the house. PCS interpreters, uh, uh, ICT, sound and vision. You know, everybody else committees. You know, uh, I think uh, our partners are doing very well. And I, 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 I'd like also to, to believe that we are treating our partners very well. And that is why we are collaborating very, very well with our partners. No, that is why we can be naughty. Definitely you are. That is why we, are, we have got a moment to be naughty. Okay. All right, colleagues. Uh, we are welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, if there's nothing else, then colleagues, I think we can uh, adjourn. It has been a long day, and we're still going to have uh, more long days. Okay, thank you very, very much, colleagues. Can I adjourn the meeting? Yes, yes, please. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, the meeting stands adjourned. Uh, well done, uh, Ms. Mboto. Thank you very much. Uh, well done, uh, Mr. February. Thank you very much. Thank you very much uh, to all of you colleagues. Uh, the meeting stands adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. All right.